everybody. Welcome to the Dream Life Podcast. I'm Tiffany Paul. I'm a mom, wife, and entrepreneur, and of course, dreamer. Join me here each week to have conversations about what it means to create the life of your dreams. To me, a dream life is about so much more than just the stuff we have or the things we've accomplished or achieved. It's really about a feeling. It's about creating a life that we love living. And I do think it's possible to enjoy the journey on our way to these big dreams we have for ourselves. Why wait? But I also know it isn't easy. So join me here each week to talk about it. I'll be sharing the ups and the downs of creating a dream life. Get ready to get real, dream big, and feel good. This is the Dream Life Podcast. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Life Podcast. As of this week, I will be moving to single solo episodes dropping on Wednesday. I started being a guest on other people's podcasts. And so it's a lot of energy to be like on the mic all day. And so I am shifting to just one solo episode each Wednesday. And I am feeling called to show up more on Instagram in IG lives. And I may implement like a Friday feels IG live or something like that, where I share what's ever on my heart, because I feel that a lot is, is up for the collective these days, <laughs> every day, right? And I think there's something about being able to see our face and maybe able to join into the conversation and interact is something that I'm being called to do more of. So I'm not sure if this will be an every Friday occurrence or just when it feels right. But if you want to connect with me on Instagram, you can follow me at Tiffany Nicole Paul. And I'm going to attempt to throw out a few IG lives on Friday in replacing this um, podcast episode. Sometimes it's just easier to go live versus the production and uploading and all the things for podcasting. So that is the update. Let's get into the topic of the day. And this topic has been coming through loud and clear in my heart and soul these days is that collectively we are rising. We are stepping into our power. We are questioning things. We are reclaiming our power. We are bringing back the essence of who we are. But at the same time, we are doubting ourselves. I'm here with you guys. As we rise, we quickly thereafter feel this call to question ourselves. Like, who am I? Do I really have what it takes? Am I smart enough, strong enough, articulate enough, hardworking enough? Whatever the thing is, you insert your version as we rise collectively. We don't have an example in the history of time where it was the people that had the power. It is always organization or I guess a group of organizations like government and religion and all the things who have the power. And as we shift into the Aquarian age, we are we are in the Aquarian age, you are going to see the fall of the guru, of the understanding and desire to see one individual, one person, one group of people who have all of the answers. And instead, we are going to be forced to look within and realize that 
the truth, first off, without getting too far into it, the truth doesn't really exist. We'll never know all the truths of the world and life. And the reality is, whatever truth you experience, whatever truth I experience, is really just our own experience living in the world. It's our perspective. It's our our own truth, which is valid. But I don't know that we'll ever find the answer to like one collective truth, at least not in this lifetime. And with that understanding, know that we can be inspired by others and we can connect with one another and we can rely on guides and coaches and teachers and podcasters and books to help inspire us and look within and better understand ourselves and see ourselves in their story. But there is no one person that has the answers. And I think we are seeing right in front of us, these systems and these people and these policies and all the things kind of crumbling down and people are starting to question. And with that questioning and with this kind of collective crumbling of what used to work and no longer works for us, at least not seamlessly like it did, it can feel like a lot. Systems make us feel safe. And in the lack of a system that works effectively or one that we agree with, it can be discombobulating and it can make us feel uncertain and confused and scared about where we belong, where we fit in and how we can help and what difference we can make in the world. And I encourage you to honor the fact that those emotions are valid and you can simultaneously feel in your power and look within for answers and also be confused about what's going on in the world and feeling like you're not enough and you aren't able to make the impact that you desire. Those feelings are normal. That's called being a human. I want you to know that if you are being called to be a leader at this time, and step up, whether that is in your family, in your community, in an organization, in your workplace, in your business, however being a leader looks like to you, just know that you aren't expected to know all the answers. We need to start seeing our leaders as humans, and no one human has all the answers. I think a lot of humans have done a really good job at convincing us they know best and convincing us that they have all the answers and that their program and their formula is the thing. And I know that coaches listen to this and I want you to know that when I talk about coaches and not having the answers and all the things, like you sharing your experience and your story and what worked for you, it's a gift. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that whatever your offering is, your course, your formula, your idea, your solution, it's just not a one-size-fits-all thing. And so don't stop selling your, your programs, your, your ideas. Just know that we all need to practice discernment and understanding which teachers, which guides, which coaches, which paths and programs are right for us. And really questioning if this teacher and if this solution feels right. And just know that whatever guy, whatever leader you look to, we're all human. 
we all try our best. We all speak from our own perspectives, our own life experiences, and that is all we can do. We can't speak from anybody else's perspective as authentically as we can our own. I've been having this conversation lately with a few friends of mine who are thought leaders and, you know, coming from a privileged place, meaning that maybe they grew up with money or they're white or they're married to somebody who makes, you know, good money or and can support them or, you know, fill in the blank of privilege. Like I am privileged, you know, I have an education, I am white, I am supported by my husband, I live in America. And it can be challenging sometimes to feel like we have to shift our story to meet everybody where they're at and talk to everybody all at once and not to offend anybody. And while I definitely think it's important to acknowledge privilege, I also want to empower you to tell your story. And if your story is one of privilege, so be it. I think the difference is acknowledging it and seeing it for what it is. Because you speaking from your story of privilege may resonate with somebody who's in a similar situation. And some of the most resonant stories are those from people we relate to entirely. I grew up with like nothing. (laughs) I grew up in a small Minnesota town. I put myself through college. I grew up in a chaotic childhood. I had been in corporate America. I am very spiritual. I now run my own business. I have a podcast. Like All these little nuances of who I am make up my story. And so when I hear somebody who has similar parts to their story, I tune in a little differently. Oh, you grew up in a small Minnesota town? Oh, you, you know, were in corporate America and left? Oh, you, you know, practice business and hustling and all that and are spiritual. These little nuances make us who we are. And the moment we try to talk to everybody, we talk to nobody. And cancel culture is fucking real, right? And I am really feeling strongly that the thought leaders that we need, the ones that are going to be rising up, as we create this new world, is going to be those like micro influencers, those just regular normal people, because those are the people that are not afraid of being canceled. Haven't you like stopped to look at all the celebrities and high powered people? Like where are they speaking out against everything going on in the world? Those are the people with all the money and power and influence. And I don't see them out there taking a stand for what the fuck is going on. And I'm not saying they're not behind the scenes having this conversation and donating millions of dollars and and doing good. But my point is, I don't see them rallying together, creating change. And I think a large part of that is because they don't want to get canceled because that's what we do. Anything you say in opposition of somebody's beliefs these days, like people come for you, right? It's like on Instagram, like death threats, like who wants that negative energy? So I'm not criticizing them. I'm just seeing it for what it is, is that I can see where you wouldn't want to bring in that negativity and that stress and that chaos in your life if you're not ready for it. I can see where you want to protect the career that you've built or the reputation that you have. And it's just easier to keep your mouth shut. But 
That's why we need you stepping up as a leader in small ways in your workplace, in your business, in your home, in your group of friends and family. We need you to step forward and be the leaders this world so desperately needs. We need the ones who are not afraid of being canceled. And so just know that at the end of the day, we're all human. Not one of us has all the answers. I don't think there's anybody out there who is free from insecurities and self-doubt. The difference is leaders just do it anyway. Leaders have the courage to go first and speak up and deal with the repercussions. And so it is uncomfortable to lead. Oftentimes we think of leaders as these like prominent, important, exciting positions, but they're really challenging and uncomfortable positions to be in because leaders go first. And so being a human means the uncomfortability, the emotions, the hurt feelings, the insecurities, the childhood trauma, none of it goes completely away. You may have easier times than others, but I don't think you're ever completely healed. I don't think you're ever just freely being you and and stepping outside of the box and being a leader without a little discomfort. The difference is you do it anyways. You're afraid and you do it anyways. And so if you are one of those leaders like me that is feeling called to rise up use my voice, make a difference, empower others, support others, guide them back to themselves, create this new earth, tear down old systems, create better systems. But you're feeling like, who am I? You are not alone. You are the leader this new world needs. And so don't doubt that. And if you do doubt that, keep going anyways. Just know that your work is important if you are feeling called to lead during this time. That's special because I think a lot of people feel afraid. They are overwhelmed with the state of the world. They're feeling hopeless and frozen. And if you feel like you can lead even in small ways, that's special. And if you feel that you can support just one other person, that's incredible. And if you feel called to make an impact in even the smallest of ways, just know that that is the change that we need in this world right now. If there was one huge, like one size fits all answer, we'd have it by now. It would be rolling out, like gonna solve all the problems. There is no big answer. There's no one size fits all solution. The only answer that I see in front of us that is feasible and realistic is that each one of us steps up and becomes leaders of our own lives, leaders in our own communities, our own families. And together we take small actions forward to lead ourselves back to ourselves, back into our power. And we create lives that we love. We reclaim the power we have within 
and we demand to start living this fucking life. That is the dream. It's not about all this capitalistic bullshit. This life is not meant to be worked away, given away in a state of exhaustion and overwhelm and fear. And while those moments are going to arise because we're human and there's a lot to do, this life is meant to be lived. And it is up to us to create the future, create a better life for ourselves and our families. And so I believe in you. The world needs you. Don't doubt yourself. And when you do, because we're humans, keep going anyways. Keep on dreaming big. You got this. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you're enjoying it so far, could you do me a quick favor and write a review? Even if you're like the type of person that never writes reviews, it'll take like just one minute. Reviews really help out a new podcast like mine get visibility. And plus, I want to hear what you think. In fact, if you screenshot your review and DM it to me on Instagram at Dream Life Podcast, I will give you a $10 credit towards my online sleep shop, thesleplife.com. And you can pick out something amazing to add to your bedtime routine as my way of saying thank you. So please write a review. Make sure you're subscribed so that you are notified each and every time a new episode drops. And don't forget, keep on dreaming big. You got this. 